everybody. Welcome to the Cats and Bolts podcast, a very special edition. It is our 10th episode of what's become, I think, your favorite hockey podcast, certainly Florida's favorite hockey podcast. I am your host, Rod Peterson, pleased to be joined by our co-host, Serena Taylor, and she doesn't even know a lot. Benny, can you do the full shot for a second, or at least put her face on the screen, because she doesn't know what's coming. I brought sound effects. I'm trying to hide my enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) And I do have a little bit of breaking news here today. Congratulations to us. uh, As just this week, we've hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, Thanks for all your work promoting the show. And all, all the rest. and it, I don't do really anything to promote the show, let's be honest. I was being facetious. I know. And yeah. uh, we might as well get it right out of the way now. we got a brand new partner, a brand new sponsor. Ben's ready for this. Our guy Johnny O at Johnny O's Gymnasium. Work out with the pros at Johnny O's, South Florida's largest outdoor covered gymnasium is at Johnny O's. You can uh, check us out on Boca Raton Boulevard and a very special place to you. Thank you, Johnny O. Thanks for tuning in. It's going to be fantastic. I love Johnny O's. It's the place to be, especially when I'm coaching. Yeah, (laughs) she coaches there. Check their schedule. But like I say, work out with the pros. It's the preferred home gym of Nick and Joey Boza, uh, Chris Carter, Major Wright, Zach Thomas. So, yeah, again, Boca Raton Boulevard. It's fantastic. And don't forget our regular partners and sponsors that bring you uh, the Cats and Bolts podcast, Beach House Pompano, Buresco, The Diamond Lab, and DraftKings. That's the big one. We'll tell you a little bit more about DraftKings a little later on. So, yeah, it's catching on. We'll be talking Florida and Tampa Bay NHL hockey here, but they also love our thoughts on other NHL topics, and uh, Canada versus USA is something that just perked Serena up this week. It just did right now. Your neck just snapped at me. You know where I'm going with that. I actually don't have any idea what you're talking about. Uh, Well, the Spit and Chicklet fellas talked about USA oh, would kick Canada's ass if we were to play the Olympics right yeah. now, and you pretty much went off the deep end. It's like I didn't go off the deep end. I was just like you argued it, laughed. You laughed exactly. But here's the thing: if you want to, if I want to keep Serena busy for an evening, just bring up international hockey, Canada versus USA, because like hours later, you were thinking, who's good for Russia now? Who's Right? Yeah, that that kept you occupied. It, yeah, for hours. This it, discussion. There's always a discussion about. For as far as the European teams, I'm like, you know, it's so interesting. There, I can't think of too many superstar Russians out there right now. Like, yes, we've talked about some of the good players. Like, obviously, Ovechkin would be a superstar, and Kucherov. Kucherov's a great player, but I wouldn't label him a superstar because I don't think really anybody outside Tampa really watches him, unfortunately. But there's really not a lot of Russians that are bringing it right now. Well, so we'll come back on that a little later on. We've got viewer uh, comments, too, or viewer questions that I've asked for. And I guess because I just want to see Serena get wound up because I had some lightning topics I wanted to get to right off the start. And I want to tell you that I'm wearing somewhat quasi-Tampa colors here today, as you see, gray and navy. I went out and cleaned out the... the, uh, (laughs) Panthers store. This all-star gear didn't move real well. So I got hoodies, workout shirts, this thing, quarter zips. Yeah, it didn't sell a whole lot. So I wanted to find some specific Tampa-colored stuff, and I did. Andre Vasilevsky's back, and is he ever? And we'll get to that in a second. But I, I, we have to address the brouhaha that happened on Monday night in Ottawa. 5 nothing Panthers. Full disclosure, I went to bed after the second period. That's on me. I shouldn't have because all hell broke out in the third period involving the Kachuk brothers. 5 nothing Florida, 160-plus minutes in penalties. 
over to you on the start of that Canadian road trip for the Panthers. Well, it's kind of like we were talking about. There were a lot of there were a lot of penalty minutes, but I don't really think it was indicative of the entire game because the ref was just like, you're getting a 10 and you're getting a 10, you're getting a 10. And a lot of leagues like Western Hockey League don't even count those toward the penalty minutes. So it's kind of one of those things, but I feel like there needs to be more of that in hockey. There was passion. There was all this. Stuff. Brady, I, I've never seen Brady Kachuk go off like that before I mean he was fired up and that's what Ottawa needs but the whole thing started with a bad offside call that they missed that led to a goal no wonder no wonder they were upset and then chipping at the goalie on both sides and that's just going to lead to those kind of things happening and I don't care I love it but if it's clean, which it was fine, it was. Nothing dirty happened. I, I have about eight questions or topics, but I'm going to go all out of order with them. And this one's at the top with Kachuk because I'll be honest with you, not a lot of things happen with the Panthers that I get up the next morning, nor the lightning, that my phone blows up with our Florida friends. This is one. Uh, our friend Chris, who listens to this show, Chris from the Bronx, he's like, how about those Kachuk brothers, huh? They're always starting something. They know how to put on a show. That was from Chris, who you love, obviously, as do I. Uh, Thad sent us a video, Thad from the Beach House, a video of the referee saying, everybody on the ice gets a 10-minute misconduct, among other penalties, which incidentally, I'd never seen that before from a referee, Well, which is kind of silly. but True, but... Back in the day when this kind of stuff used to happen, the ref didn't have to stand and announce the penalties over the loudspeaker because people knew what he was talking about. Since hockey expanded, that's why. They used to be able to skate by the bench and give the signal and everybody knew what was going on. Now they have to make this big production and this big explanation. And he's just like, I'm not going to stand here and list all these penalties. He might not have even had them in his hat. <laughs> He's just like, let's get this figured out. Let's get this game going, and then we can sort all this stuff later. Well, and that's why I didn't – listen, when I went to bed after the second period, Florida was up 3 nothing on Ottawa. The Senators were playing terribly. I'm like, this one's over. And, again, it's on me. I should have known. The game was – the result was put to bed. Right? It wasn't in doubt. And the Kachucks were playing, so something stupid's going to happen. I should have known that. But the referees back in the day would stand there, as you know, because they carried a notebook in their back mm -hmm. pocket and wrote down everything that happened. They didn't yeah. just blindly throw everybody out of the game. And that's what happened the other night. But I guess my last point is an NHL scout texted me the next day, and he goes, Rod, there was only one fight. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like, let's hang on. And back in the day, that was Thursday. What happened the other night? You know what I mean? Every night yeah. this was going on. So does the NHL, I guess what it's been explained to me, because I'm a little slow, the NHL is okay with it happening once or twice a season. But not every night Who like it used to. Who explained that? Eh, I guess my intuition told me that the NHL is okay to have blood, because there was blood. Kachuk got caught in his fight mm -hmm. with Jake Sanderson. The one where he turtled. A five-on-five five or whatever the hell it was. They're okay with a little bit of that, but not every game. Am I right in that? Because I, I don't know what the NHL wants anymore. I would suspect. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know what the NHL wants. Everything that I like is the polar opposite of what the NHL pushes. So I have yeah. no idea. Can't even put myself in that mind frame. But I don't know if they liked it or not. I would. It's just like in the playoffs. Was it last year or the year before? All of a sudden, everybody was getting called for everything in the playoffs. And everyone was like, what just happened to the league? And we all knew that it's because they went in and were like, call everything. So the first round was lame because there were so many penalties. 
that's not going to happen now. They're just going to let it go. It's just it just something that happened because it boiled over because of a bad wow. missed call that led to a goal. Do your job, and then they won't have to worry about it. Um, I wouldn't argue with you. I don't like doing that uh, on the air or off. But I, something was going to happen regardless. I don't know if it was the offside call that with the goal or not. You're letting me down a little, though. I thought you were going to repeat what you think of Matthew Kachuk, which you could do every week. But... Oh, he's a turtle. He, I said that right away. You know, that guy, I'm obviously not a fan. I don't care what anybody thinks about that. But the guy goes up behind everybody, wraps his arm around their neck. He was chipping at the goalie. And all of a sudden, somebody loses their mind and attacks him, and he turtles. And that's just what he does. He picks, picks, picks. And like we were watching the other night, and you're like, as soon as he turned around and saw the guy was bigger than him, he turned it off. <laughs> and it's like, listen, if you want to disturb the peace, if you will, and kind of be mucking around... That's fine, whatever. But don't go stick goalies. Don't go up behind guys and do that. That's why you get your head knocked off, and you, he deserved it. And what about Grandma Kachuk in the crowd? She was tsk, 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 so upset well, I, my, at her grandson starting all this three-ring circus, which, again, of, used to be Thursday. I don't know why this is such a big yeah, deal. But. but again, and they were showing her, and I'm like, come on, because every time Keith Kachuk's at a game, they got to show him for five hours. Why? We get it. We know who he is. Move on. Then they got to start showing Grandma, and I'm like, I said to Rod, I'm like, you can tell she's not Canadian because this wouldn't have even phased her. She just looked appalled at the whole situation. I'm like... Maybe she wasn't as appalled. Maybe she was bored and wanted to go home. I don't know, but I don't care. Uh, we're getting to the hot topics right out of the chute. And we'll get to the other topics later on that are also hot, but not as hot as this. So Monday night, what happened in Ottawa was a big topic. But the other that overshadowed everything is Corey Perry. If you literally went and did a Google News search, the number one story in the NHL in the last week is Corey Perry suspended by the Chicago Blackhawks. And we'll talk about stuff here on the air that mainstream media will not. And, I, and and the reason I don't have a problem bringing it up is distasteful as the rumor is that involved the Bedard family and his teammate Connor's family, the general manager of the Blackhawks, Kyle Davidson, had to address it on Tuesday that the rumor was false. So the question, so we know that it's false. And if you know the Bedard family, as I do personally, you knew that it didn't happen. But Corey Perry remains sus uh, suspended, waived on the way to having his contract terminated. So we're all kind of wondering, A, what he did. And B, I think they did terminate it today. Okay, whatever. He's done with Chicago. Does he play again? And was it a real egregious thing that he did? Or is it just because it's Chicago and they're really going to mind their P's and Q's based on the trouble they've been in the last few years? I think there's a, a big combination of all of those things. Like we were talking about, people are just bagging on the Blackhawks and the way they handled things in the past. And I'm like, are you serious? Just get, get over it. But they probably, because of that, have a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to any, let's call it sexual relations, regardless of what it is. And, of course, now it's coming out that it was Kaylee Chelios, and there's all this stuff. Well, I never and, heard that. But. Yeah, it was apparently an employee. And I think that people were probably, like, whoever started that Bedard rumor is just, it's ridiculous. But it was probably somebody, as a joke, because people online think they're funny, and it blew out of proportion. And everybody was like, it's social media. But at the end of the day, I think everybody just is demanding to know. And it's not anyone's business. What happened? Think about Corey Perry's family. 
you know, he's got a family that's dealing with this. The Bedard family is trying to deal with this. Like, what did people need to just, oh, they bug. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I don't know who to feel sorry for. It's just a really odd, unfortunate situation. And everybody seems to have an opinion on it. You know, like I had football players texting me saying, how come Corey Perry singled out given what this team's been guilty of in the past? And it's it whatever. Just, it does make you wonder, though, what actually happened. For I've never seen a team or, I guess, information like that not get leaked out by somebody. The hockey world is a small, small, small world. And I'm surprised that it hasn't been leaked. Like I said, there's probably some type of gag order put on because – it was something that as soon as they found out there was an investigation, they pulled him. You're out. You're done. It's over. So I don't know. But will he play again? I don't know. Depends what he did. What kind of team is going to pick this guy up now? Cool. Well, <laughs> we did discuss it the other night. And you don't think he'll play again? Am I correct in saying that? I, I, don't, I don't know. It depends what he did. I can't say. Like if it was as egregious or as horrific as – it could have been. However, maybe it was just like, this is an example of somebody who broke the rules. And as the Chicago Blackhawks, we're not going to tolerate that right now. Okay. Well, you know what? Here's a really good example. Four members of the Moose Jaw Warriors last year got suspended for a thing that used to happen up until a couple of years ago, very routinely. They were suspended for right, almost until the playoffs. This is 20, 30 games. New rule put in by Hockey Canada for all the teams. It was something that we literally used to... I was guilty of it. Nobody thought a thing of it back in the day. Now you can't because of... Boom, 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 boom. See what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So this might not have been as serious as people are making it out to be. And that's why I feel sorry for Corey Perry. He's not the first guy to get canceled. And I do think he will play again. And I swear in my mother's grave, I don't know what he did. I do not know. Um, are we done on that? Yeah, it's dad people yeah. <laughs> talked about it enough yeah well we haven't true not in front of microphones but so for the lightning fans that are watching Andre Vasilevsky is back and I got to tell you something we've discussed this on a couple of shows this season this is episode number 10 already we didn't know where the lightning would be by the time Andre Vasilevsky came back well he's been back less than a week as we sit here today and his first game was in Carolina the lightning won eight to two I had to look at the what <laughs> You talk about how a team plays in front of a goalie. Wasn't that a welcome back? They're definitely a team that's capable of exploding. Whoever's playing now, obviously eight goals has nothing to do with whether or not Vasilevsky's in net. But I hear what you're saying. It's like, he's back, we're ready to go. But we talked about it last week or the week before about how is it going to change the dynamic of their team. And they actually, they haven't exactly been on a winning streak lately. I think they've lost two in a row now. Uh, well, funny you say that. They did wall up Carolina 8-2, and I assume they kept going on this road trip. I don't know if they went home after, but it was uh, in Colorado their next game. They lost 4-1 on Monday, lost in Arizona 3-1 on Tuesday. Vazzy was only in goal for one of those. But I think as we sit here today and talk about teams that at U.S. Thanksgiving, who's in a playoff spot or not, Tampa is, and they've maintained that even without him. So I got to think it's all on the up for Tampa Bay the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't terrible without him. It's not like they had a losing, like they were I'm like... they're not going to get worse. Yeah, They've absolutely. been in a playoff spot since the start of the year. So well, let's hope not, but look what happened to Winnipeg a few years ago. 
They had arguably the best goaltender in the world in Connor Hellebuck, and they just tanked their way out of the playoffs. Not saying that's going to happen to Tampa, but sometimes you could have the best goalie. You never know. Yeah, well, I think that John Cooper just isn't going to allow that to happen. I mean, I know you aren't the biggest Tampa fan, but you are a John Cooper fan. Well, he's smart, but having said that, Paul Maurice was coaching the Jets at that time. So Paul Maurice turned the Panthers around <sighs> last year. So it, you, you never know. That's what I'm saying. You never know what's going to oh, happen. Well, we got to... <laughs> How much time we got? It was December 16th, my birthday, two years ago. I'll never forget I was in the parking lot of the bank when my phone went off It was here in downtown Boca, and it said that Paul Maurice had, was stepping away. They weren't terrible at the time. They were in a no. playoff spot, too, you know, which is a whole topic for another time with the Florida Panthers and what, what a great job Paul Maurice has done. Yet, have we been on the air since they lost to the Winnipeg Jets here? I'm not sure that we... Yeah, we haven't been on the air since they lost to the Winnipeg Jets, the Panthers here, 3 nothing the other night. And he's 0-4, Paul Maurice, since he left Winnipeg with Florida. And in Winnipeg, they can't... They're not okay with still beating him four times. they got to rub it in his face. They do not like him. They do not like Paul Maurice in Winnipeg. Those Jets fans despise him. And I, I, a lot of people I talk to from back in Canada, don't like him either. I'm not really sure why everybody has their own reasons. People think he's smug. They just, but Jets fans, they are merciless. They do not like him. Yeah, but that's Jets fans. Give them time. They'll hate this coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think they're overall negative. I, I was around Paul Maurice at the Heritage Classic when it was in Regina, Saskatchewan. I'm like, this guy is cool. He's a good guy. He's hella smart. But you know what? There's a shelf life for everything and his in Winnipeg was up. And he's, you know, by the way, he's doing a great job with the Panthers. But to segue into the next thing, last week we talked about Patrick Kane coming here because let's be honest, one of my good friends in the press box here at American Bank Arena said, Kane's coming. I believed he was because this guy told me. The first thing out of my mouth. Didn't we talk about this on the air last no, week? No, because we haven't been on the air since. I was then. like, he ain't coming here. He, I knew right away. What did I say last week? The rumors are never true. <laughs> the rumors are never true, people. What, what about where there's smoke, there's fire? You ever heard that one? Not always. No, I mean, I've I heard know. it a million times. I'm but. just bothering you. You were right. The story is this. Breaking news this week. Patrick Kane has signed with Detroit. But he had four offers. They say Toronto, Florida, <laughs> Detroit, and I can't remember the fourth. Buffalo. And how do we feel? Does he make Detroit a Stanley Cup contender? I'm going to tell you why he what? didn't go to any of those teams. Toronto would have ran him out of that city. He could never handle the pressure in Toronto. Why didn't he go to Florida? He knew he wasn't going to be the best player on the team. Why didn't he go to Buffalo? Nobody has any faith in Buffalo. In Detroit. And it's his hometown. And, right. In Detroit, he's like, oh, maybe I will be one of the better players on the team. Patrick Kane is all about Patrick Kane. He always has been and he always will be. And now you know the rest of the story. But he made his debut Wednesday night at uh, Madison Square Garden against the New York Rangers. And I'm just wondering, whatever the reasons, we all have our own reasons for being motivated and getting up every morning. Do you think that he makes them a Stanley Cup contender? Because my NHL analysts are saying they weren't before he got there and he won't make them a Stanley Cup contender. I would. If anybody thinks Patrick Kane is going to make Detroit a Stanley Cup contender, they're heavy on the sauce. 
He did nothing for the Rangers last year, which I predicted, and the Rangers are strong. So how do they expect a weaker team? Is No, that's not even an argument. Hey, let's pause for a second and tell you about DraftKings, everybody. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this month. Get in the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook today. Use the promo code THPN. That stands for the Hockey Podcast Network, of which we're very gratefully a part of. THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the National Football League. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Also, by the way, we tried like hell to get some guests in here this week. I won't name them because they're going to be coming up. They send their apologies they couldn't be here this week. But had they, it would be brought to you by our friends at the Beach House in Pompano. Scenic rooftop views. Beautiful restaurant on the shores of Pompano Beach. And Baresco, a tropical outpost serving only the freshest tacos and lush jungle vibes right across the street from the Beach House, 225 North Pompano Beach Boulevard. And also our friends at the Diamond Lab proudly serving and offering the best, most quality lab-grown diamonds. You can find them. Brand new uh, location downtown East Pompano, 364A East Pompano Boulevard. Okay. Where are we at here? Um, the Canada versus USA. Let's go. Uh, Ryan, you know, we all watch or have watched Spitting Chicklets. I know you don't. But Ryan Whitney from... Uh, and I watched... I see the clips. I follow them. Do you follow them? You probably don't even follow them. Of course them. not. Yeah, so I have to tell her... <laughs> Here's what they're talking about. So Ryan Whitney, one half, Team USA, which I'm not sure he ever played for Team USA, but he is American, so whatever. He's like, we, if we played today, we would kick Canada's ass. And uh, Paul Bissonnette, the other half of Spitting Chicklets from Canada, Welland, Ontario, took umbrage with it. But the very interesting topic was the goaltenders. Uh, I can't remember specifically what Whitney said, but there are a lot of great USA goaltenders in the National Hockey League right now. You mentioned one earlier, Connor Hellebuck. Um, John Gibson comes to mind, but he's probably Th too he's old. Talking about Thatcher, Thatcher Demko. Demko. Thatcher Demko yeah. was one. Obviously, we can't put Spencer Knight in that conversation for his own reasons. Yeah, that's fine. Um, hopefully, one day we will. And then they and then and Whitney says, "Well, who you got in Canada?" And Biz said Jordan Bennington, and he St. Louis's goalie. He wouldn't be mine. Mine would be Carter Hart. I knew that's what you were going to say. Why did you know that? Everything in my being. How did you know that? Because I know you love Carter Hart. So yeah. do I. I have no problems with Carter Hart. He he has worn that maple leaf and been an absolute stud. But I think that at the end of the day, I mean, we got the best players in the world. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, good try. But, you know, of course, anything can happen in a hockey game. But, like, to me, it's not even a conversation. Like, yeah, okay, maybe one team beats the other. I don't know who would win in a 60-minute game if they threw them on the ice right now, but I will say Canada has way better players. I mean, the U.S. has a lot of strong young players, but those players just don't, and I'm going to get scorched for this, they don't have the same character as a Canadian player. Well, it's, it's a short just, tournament, though. 
it's sure, but it's different. Like we, like we talked about the U S has gone to the Olympics. Everyone's like, they're going to win. They're going to win. And then they tore down a hotel and like tried to burn the place to the ground because they lost. Like that's just the kind of stuff that they do. And it's the way it goes. And there's plenty of examples. And if you don't have character, like whether a player, in my opinion, whatever country they're from, if they play junior hockey versus college hockey, they're going to be a better player. The top American players, Mike Medano played junior hockey in Saskatchewan. There's a reason Mike Medano was Mike Medano. There's a reason that Chris Chelios went to Moose Jaw and started playing when he was young. Yeah. It makes a big difference in them in the long run. I'm going to obviously, what does your friend Doug say? If I want to stay married, I'm not <laughs> going to argue this. By that virtue, then Jonathan Taves going to UND would have been ruined because he's a Canadian I'm not kid. Going, every player. Well, I'm just telling I'm just, you. And I just said Mike Medano played junior in Canada. It's, I'm just saying that the guys that played, for the majority of them, like, Look at Adam Fantilli. I've been thinking about this for two years. I feel like Adam Fantilli would have been more prepared for the NHL had he played junior in Canada and not gone to college. It's just a different game. College hockey, they don't get banged around as much. You play in the Western Hockey League, the defensemen are huge. They're going to destroy everybody. It's even the, even the Western League versus the Quebec Major Junior League. The defensemen are just bigger in the Western League. Always are. And so it's just a different game. Yeah, you're going to have some guys that that do well, but Bedard played in Regina. Fantilli played in college. Fantilli's a much bigger player than Bedard, but... It was a significant drop-off from number one Bedard to number two Fantilli, and that's obvious. Uh, listen, I spent... as you, you, you and I both worked in junior hockey. We're junior hockey advocates, but I also... Like, I've got the American people, hockey people, saying, well, there's more college players being drafted than junior. I'm like, yeah, but the quality ones are junior. We can go around on this all day. There's a hundred players draft. There's like 500 rounds of the draft. Like there's hundreds of players drafted. Whoop-de-doo if there's more well, from college or. Yeah, but literally you understand they're going to take their side and they're not going to be convinced and we're going to yeah. be on our side. We're not going to be convinced. That's why we play the games. But to say it again, let's just stop. McDavid, McKinnon, Ugh. probably Crosby. I would think Bedard's going to be on that Olympic team. I got to think he would be. I can't think of one American that's better than Connor McDavid or Nate McKinnon. Or well, Austin Matthews. Con- he ain't better than Nate McKinnon or Connor he's, McDavid. He's Not won an close. MVP as McKinnon. And I, by the way, I don't like it. I'm just telling Austin you. Austin Matthews should not have won that MVP award. And we're not going down that path because that's the one that Connor McDavid got screwed on. Austin Matthews, he, no, he's not. He doesn't hold a candle. Nobody gets to watch Nate McKinnon. Nobody watches Colorado, really, that watches a show or whatever. Nate McKinnon is unbelievable. That guy, man, he's number two behind McDavid in my book. Uh, all we're saying, and I'm not, <laughs> Austin Matthews is the highest paid player in the NHL right now. Whether that's right or not, he is. What is what it is. I don't care about stuff like that. Like, he has a good agent that figured out a good thing. But can you even say he's the best player on the Leafs? No, he's not. Who is? If I had to choose, I'd take Tavares over Matthews today. Um, see, I wouldn't. But that's what makes these debates fun.
So, Nylander. Nylander is playing better than Matthews is this year, in my opinion. <clears throat> Are we done on that? You brought it up. Uh, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I had meant, and this was from Jeff, who listens every week and loves the show. It was his question about Kane to Detroit. And basically, has it made him a Stanley Cup contender? As we sit here today, we're through U.S. Thanksgiving. Ben loves the term. And we don't have a ton of time left, but literally, who are the Stanley Cup finals uh, favorites? Because I've realized this being here long enough, and I we could debate this for a long time, the glare on Canadian NHL teams is greater than NFL teams in America. It's insane. When the Leafs GM has to call a news conference or the media calls one, he has to show up for it and address why they're not in first place. The Dolphins don't do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's you're not in first place. We're only 20 games in, but you're not in first place. Why? And look at what's going on with their Oilers. Are we saying we can't say they're a Stanley Cup contender right now? And going into the season, you wouldn't have wanted to say that, that they're not. Mm-hmm. You right? would, nobody would have thought they were. Is there a Canadian team? Who is the Canada's leader? To end the drought that goes back to 1993, the 30-year drought. I mean, that's hard to say. I don't know. God, not coming out of my mouth that it'll be Vancouver. I'll tell you that right now. It's no chance will I ever admit that. I don't know. The way Vancouver's been playing, they've been playing great. But, you know, and I'm not saying they're a Stanley Cup contender. I, I really have no idea. Nobody last year at, as you guys like to call it, U.S. Thanksgiving. Nobody would have thought the Panthers were going to be were going to be in the Stanley Cup final, but the way Edmonton played against Vegas last night, yeah, they tried to lose the game in the third, but the way they played against Vegas, the way they played, they have shades of doing some damage. I've seen the Oilers go to the Stanley Cup final finishing 8th, squeaking into the playoffs. You you just and I'm just using them as an example. You just never know. There's going to be that there's always that dark horse team that comes in, but Vegas is obviously going to be Well, and again, I don't really like the discussion because again, we're not at December yet. We're close, but we're not. And as we sit here, Vegas has gone through Alberta, got a couple of loser points and overtaken everybody for number one overall in the NHL. Because they lost. Because they lost. My whole argument last week, why are we giving losers points? <laughs> well, like, right, it is what it is. So and why I don't like talking about it is it's not even December, yet everybody else seems to want to talk about it. Like we had last week, I see the Washington Capitals. They're in a playoff spot. Obi's not scoring. He's got five goals. I bring on a Capitals analyst, Alan May, on my show today. And I'm like, how about those Capitals? They're doing great without Obi. He goes, well, we've lost two in a row, so this week it sucks. They like, were, oh, my God. I'll tell you what. Watching Washington play against Edmonton on the weekend, Washington was not what they used to be. And I think it was Jack Michaels when he was calling the game for the Oilers. He said it perfectly. You have your, your, your top guys are taking dumb penalties. Why would you put yourself in the penalty box against Edmonton's power play? You know, he's like, Ovi took a penalty. Wilson took a dumb penalty. There was somebody else. He's like, these are your top three guys, and they're taking stupid penalties. Ovi took a stupid penalty, and you could tell it was out of frustration. And that's when it's really hard to turn (sighs) around and come back from that. I see what Alan May is saying. It's like, well, we lost a couple. Yeah, bro, I know how you feel. For me, it's just the ups and the downs of the way. And I'm like... It's too much on the ticker. 
if your mood's going to be affected. And now yours is with the Oilers, but mine really isn't with any sports teams because it doesn't matter now. I understand you want to be in the playoffs. And if you are, you know, I will look at the upcoming schedule for both the Panthers and Lightning coming up. That's how we'll wind this up. But I think they're both in playoff spots now. If you're in the playoffs, you have a chance to win the Stanley Cup. Of course. Right? Of so course. so we would have to put the Panthers and the Lightning in that conversation that they are contenders. Well, there's 16 teams. Someone's someone's going to win the Stanley Cup. But do I think the Panthers are contenders? No. Do I think Tampa could? Yes. Tampa's just deeper and they have more experience and when the Oilers were knocking Stanley Cups out of the 80s it's because they had guys that had experience that's the biggest difference I've used the term in the past and again gotten scorched for it that the Panthers fluked their way into the Stanley Cup final I saw somebody else comment about that on Facebook Panthers fluked their way and I was like either however you want to look at it it's not because they were the best team in the east they weren't they just fluked out some wins, they got some calls, which is another thing. But at the end of the day, they, it's, they're kind of the same team for the most part. I feel like Montour is really, really playing well. I feel like Montour is having a better year this year than he did last year, and he was good last year. He's been year. back a week. Yeah, but every time he's on the ice, he's the guy that's making a difference. Sure, he's got fresh legs, but what are they, like 12-6-2 or something? Like, Just to be clear... I don't agree that it was a fluke. You're talking, look at the banners in the Raptors, the President's Trophy winners. They've been in the playoffs every year. They went to the Stanley Cup final last year. They're second in the division this year. It was not a fluke. She feels that way, and that's fine, but I don't. They're a very, very good hockey team with a very, very good goalie. Um, When we talk about the upcoming week, Florida hockey fans are going to see a lot of the Penguins and Stars, and here's the schedule. Tampa Bay, their next five games. Home to Pittsburgh, at Dallas, home to Dallas, home to Pittsburgh, <laughs> at Nashville. This is in the next, just in the next week. Florida Panthers, at Montreal, home to the Islanders, Saturday night, 6 p.m. I think you're going. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, early start you like. So, again, at Montreal, home to the Islanders, home to Stars, home to Pittsburgh, at Columbus. So the Penguins are making a lot of appearances in Florida. Do you want to go see Sid on the last hurrah? Because I don't know how long he's going to be around. I know, right? I I personally don't have a burning desire to go see him, but that that's an interesting schedule, I feel, for the Panthers. At least they're not going all over the place. There's a little bit of structure. Tampa has to make a one road trip to Dallas and come back. It's not terrible, but... Those two games against Dallas are going to be huge for Tampa because Dallas is just, they're another one that's, they're playing really well and they keep winning for the most part. And if, if Tampa can get at least one out of them, if they can go to Dallas first and win, that's going to be huge for them. Hmm. Well, to me, it's a non-conference game. I don't think it's that big at all. We were talking about Pittsburgh games way bigger. They're not in a playoff spot as we sit here today. And I do understand this. Two points in March are as important as two points in October. They are, right? Yeah. But, but that stars aren't in the conference. Why no, do you no, find no. that so important? But what I'm saying is because Dallas is strong. If they can beat Dallas those two games, that's a big boost for them. Those are two big wins that they could easily lose. That's what I'm saying. When you play Dallas right now, it could go either way. Hmm. So what I'm saying is like if if they can win both of them. That's going to be huge for them. Yeah, it's interesting because I saw a commentator. I did I mean, we I watched so much. 
I can't remember who said it, but they were like, the NHL is a lot closer than it's ever been in terms of parity. That there's just no games that you just let your stick, as they say, throw your stick on the ice and win. You know what I mean? Like the Oilers lost to San Jose. Uh, Vancouver lost to San Jose the other night. And they're yeah. the worst team in the league, mm-hmm. right? So I don't think they're, whether they're a tough opponent or good opponent, I get it. Are they ahead of you in the standings or are they below you in the standings? You should beat these ones, right? But you never but there's know. No, Not you, this but, year. You, but you don't know. All right. Benny's off the New Jersey. He's got a plane to catch. So we're going to let him go. Are you good? Anything he did, else? He did. Uh, I really wish we could see Ben with his cowboy hat on like we did before. You want to come right out here, Ben? Ben, put it on. Put it, put, put it on. Put, yeah, put it come on, behind me. Put it on the front way, unlike the way it was backwards. He put it on backwards, time. and only a cowboy like me would know. Come around. <laughs> put it on right, please. No, that's backwards. There you go. There we go. Come around here no, right behind me. No, that was sideways, me. Ben. Okay. Yeah, this that is was Ben. Si- yeah, there we go. Ben, there's Ben, the producer, everybody. Oh, come gotta, get behind me. Get, get behind, behind me. There we go. This is Ben. Hey, everybody. Uh, look at that. How you doing, partner? Is, it, <laughs> is this your first appearance on a podcast? Of, of ours. Of yours, uh, yes. This yeah. is the first time. Oh, look at that. Everybody gets to know <laughs> producer Ben. Safe travels. And Serena loves this guy for some reason. I'm not sure why. but Yeah, he's all right. I, I, a necklace and a cowboy hat have never been worn together, but you've never met Ben Castro. <laughs> okay. Everybody, thanks. Be safe out there. Happy holidays. And we'll see you uh, next week with episode 11 of the Cats and Bolts podcast. Here from Podcast Junkie Studio.